What is up, you guys? <laughs> it's the, the end of an era. <laughs> Welcome to the Pop Gospel Podcast. I'm your host, Chad the Dad. Not doing anything on that intro, Casey Winstead. Oh, mine sound like Chad the Lag. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, over. You can never time. do it again it now. <laughs> Oh, Casey, that was funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, joining me, I have my co-host, Aaron Sexton. I have double-decker oatmeal cream pies now. Okay. <laughs> oh, my no. oh, gosh. What just happened? <laughs> that was all me. <laughs> Aaron, did you fall down? There was no reason for you to even do that. Like, literally. Like this, there's they're not affecting anything on the table. Casey Winstead. Oh, is this my second introduction? Hello. I'm still here. Josh Inman. This is gonna be good. Josh Rhodes. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make y'all think I've lost connection. I'm still here. Uh, no, I, I just think we gotta start over, man. I don't even know. I, yeah, <laughs> I have these foam <laughs> spheres that we used to use. What to, they are, to, to, to block are. to block sound on our microphones, and they're stacked up right here. And Aaron had his phone leaning against them, and I guess I just didn't realize that. And so I went to pull them over toward my for no reason. For no reason. There's no reason for them to be close to you. They're not helping you at all. I was going to mess with them. <laughs> but anyways. Hey guys, how are you? Great. Yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm cold. Uh-huh. Yeah. Josh, do you have a buddy heater behind you? I do. Nice. Yes. God, that was like a catch fire. Yeah, I was going to say, how'd your house burn out? Well, we were in the garage uh, shooting podcasts. My favorite thing... My favorite thing that... I'll turn it off when I'm not in here. My favorite thing that I got today was from Josh Rhodes when he sent us a picture of the temperature in Centerton, Arkansas. And then he sent us a picture of the temperature in Antarctica. <laughs> and Centerton, Arkansas is one degree colder <laughs> than Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, an icy wonderland. Boy. Yeah, what is the oh. temperature up there right now, buddy? Right now, it is 12 degrees. Yes. And the temperature, for those that don't know, in Antarctica is 20 degrees, 21 degrees. Well, it was today. Probably not right now. Yeah, it's probably colder now. Global warming. (laughs) Because when the sun goes down, it typically gets colder than when the sun is up. Oh, well. Except in Arkansas. It's like our highs like at 2 a.m. And then at 3 p.m., it's 20 degrees colder. Because that's how we do here. Our weather just doesn't make a whole You're lot right, of sense. You're right, Casey. You started writing a song about that one time. About the weather? I didn't go anywhere, though. Arkansas weather, particularly. I feel like that speaking, was... of, speaking of Arkansas weather, if I interrupted anybody, I apologize. Chad, do you remember a few years ago when we had an event and we shot a video and it was you and Jeffrey and Josh? Yeah, you and... almost cut my fingers off with that dang rope. <laughs> we do we do an event called Big Show Weekend 
And we, it snowed one day and we thought it'd be a great idea to be like, big chill came early. And so Chad is running through upstairs in the youth room and like dives onto Jeffrey on a, he's like sleeping on a sofa, waking him up. It was so funny. Jeff, that's ready. Y'all go outside, pull you around, and then almost rip your hands off with the vehicle. So we had a rope tied to the back of his Jeep. Now tell everybody what you were riding on. And we were riding on a, a piece of sheet metal. Now, a few weeks later, that, sheet of, that piece of sheet metal worked out. <laughs> so, it was an excellent sled. And so I am holding this rope. <laughs> that we fashioned a hoop in and when the what jeep took time? off the hoop zipped down on my fingers <laughs> so it was like a slipknot yes in case he about ripped my fingers off if you would have told me something is gonna cut my hand off my last thing would have been the zip tie the rope that you're holding I was yeah. for sure the sheet metal you were sliding around. Absolutely on. not. Or that that season of y'all's life, y'all were kind of like bumps because oh, that yeah, we that like, no because aggressive. No, listen, they walked from their house. Did y'all walk to the church for that? Because y'all walked over there to the Ford dealership and y'all were slamming down the hill into the dealership. Do you remember this? Yeah, that was a few weeks later. Yes, y'all are walking around the city like y'all are homeless. No, the, the, just the, carrying a piece of sheet metal. Chad's car. Yeah, we drove to the church, but then walk from there. However long later, no, it, we walked from our house to the sledding place, but that Which was not close to your house, though. Well, no, but we didn't want to drive on the ice. Okay, let me let me just paint a picture for the listener here. There's a dealership that is right next to an overpass. These fools were sliding down a piece of sheet metal down the embankment of the overpass into the parking lot of the dealership. Well, there's a, a fence between us and the yeah a wire lot. a cable wired fence. Or was it the chain link in the back? No, it was it, chain link. It, it still kept us from hitting the parking lot. Flying down full speed. <laughs> And yeah, but when you say flying down full speed, I don't think we topped four miles an hour down that hill. No, <laughs> just a real slope. Like there's video of us laughing our way down the hill because of the, how slow we were going. This the best part was watching. I drove by these guys, and they're carrying that giant piece of sheet metal walking down the access road. I'm like, what is happening right now? Like y'all were gonna put a lean to under the bridge or something? <laughs> I tried. Listen, we will go a long ways for some sledding action. When we lived in Arkadelphia. I told this story earlier today to my mom. The hot sled action. We That's right. We drove out outside Arkadelphia between Arkadelphia and uh, the lake, Lake DeGray. There is a restaurant called Fisherman's Cove or something like that, about halfway there. We parked there and walked the rest of the way so that we could sled down the backside of the dam. Oh, and that's a steep an hill, dude. Pool. Yeah, it was incredible. We had an inflatable pool and a couple other things, and none of them worked. 
we blew awesome. up the inflatable pool on the side, like at the top of the hill, ducking every time a car would come by because we were paranoid the police were going to like arrest us. <laughs> I think. How I did think you my... hide an inflatable pool? <laughs> you were just like, no. <laughs> we were just ducking down behind the guardrail. Nothing to see here. <laughs> Oh man! Which, in hindsight, <laughs> being right next to the guardrail while the roads are icy and people were passing by was not the brightest <laughs> no. idea. No, no, man, it was a great idea. Chad. Speaking of, did you guys see any of the footage from that yes. wreck in Dallas today? Yes, I did. Oh Horrible. my gosh! One hundred cars piled up in that Joker. My mom sent me a video. This guy's like driving on the other side of the road like going the other direction and he's going they're all going super slow and he's videoing as people are running into this already large pile of cars and this semi came through at like freaking 50 miles an hour at least and just smokes these four cars and they just freaking fly up into the air like toys i could not believe what i was seeing that's crazy I also I, couldn't understand how people weren't stopping. Well, yeah. that part that part of the road was like a, a hill. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I've driven yeah. in Dallas, and I don't know where that particular part is, but there are parts where you kind of come up to this hill, and you can't see over it, and then right as you top it, it's like... Like, that happened to me on the way to school one day. I topped a hill, and there was traffic was just backed up, but it wasn't backed up over the hill. Oh, yeah. Well, I came shooting over that hill and had to zoom into the caution lane yeah. or the, the shoulder, like, on the shoulder, and I <laughs> slammed on my brakes and slid past, like, six cars. Which then I just couldn't process why people were going that fast when there was ice on the road. Yeah. Well, Dallas, man. This is like yeah. once every 10 years, you know? This is true. No one knows how to drive in it. It was insane. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Hey, can we do homeschool facts? Because I have a homeschool fact. Oh, my. Homeschool. You have a homeschool fact on it, too? Yes. Aaron's okay. encroaching on your homeschool turf. I'm not encroaching. <laughs> I just want to, in addition to. The, the kid who gives me the homeschool facts. His name's Anderson. He said, listen, I almost gave up on you because last time, whenever it was me and just you, Chad, I forgot to do them. And then after that last week, I just remember at the very end, he's like, I was just going to be like, all right, I'm done giving you facts. Wow. Man. Calm down, Anderson. Man. Look, Feeling you have a little entitled. That's right. You have your own <laughs> segment 15, on the podcast. He's got his 15 minutes of fame, and now if he's not getting fed, he's about to Dude, bounce on Anderson, us. Anderson, calm down. <laughs> hey, okay. Who was it, Elijah or Elisha, that the kids made fun of? And he cursed them. Who was that? Who got called Baldy and then cursed this group of kids? Who got called Baldy and what? In the Bible. In the Bible. Well, which one? Elisha? It was one of them. Yeah, wasn't it in Elisha? Elisha. Sure. Elisha, not Elijah. I thought it was Sha. It probably was. Anyways, do you know how many children the bears came out and killed? Was it 42? 42. (laughs) 
he asked me that and I was like, I don't know, like 12? Yeah, I was like 42, <laughs> which brought up several questions. One, how big of a gang are these kids rolling in? <laughs> Chad was immediately like, is it like West Side Story? They're coming out of the alleys just like mm. jets. jets <laughs> snapping they, their probably wouldn't, they probably wouldn't have had sharks or jets back then, but they probably would have had something else. Second of all, there were only three bears. So one kid gets mauled. The others are running, right? So how long did these bears track these children? To get all 42, was it all 42 in an instant? If so, how big were the bears? So many questions came out of it. But that's the homeschool fact. 42 children. so much faster than a child. child. Yeah, but not 42 children. You're focused on eating one of them. (laughs) No. Yes. And they show up in that giant bear cave. Yeah, it's that kind of bear. (laughs) Still 42 children. You're taking out like five kids with one paw swipe. Yeah, that was my thing. There's three bears. Say they all... And 42 Goldilocks. Say they all appear from different angles even. As soon as one of them grabs Rosie, I'm pushing someone else down and I am running. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, so the slowest guy obviously gets eaten first, right? So, like, here's the deal. I'm getting a good distance away. They've got to chase at least 37 other people. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've got to How many bears? Three. Three bears. There were only three. One that was too small. They're not the three little bears. One that was too big and one that was just right. You're going to have to get irritated at me, okay? I just didn't catch three bears' farts. Calm down. <laughs> I wasn't getting irritated. I was just cracking a joke. I just don't know how Goldilocks is going to sit in the baby bear's chair and break it. Right? Like, how big was Goldilocks? The baby bears was just right. But how's she going to break the chair? I don't want to say anything about her body image or anything. But <laughs> no maybe, body shaming here. No shame. Maybe. Maybe she was a little like uh, thick. You know, well, if she's things. just walking into people's houses and eating their lunches and taking naps in their beds, she's probably a yeah. pretty big girl. Well, my uh, my thing is like she a baby bear. Sure. A baby bear has got to weigh more than a twelve-year-old. Not this twelve-year-old. Twelve. I'm just assuming. Goldilocks <laughs> could have been a grown woman. Yeah, could have been that weird bear. And how old were these kids in the story? I don't I don't know. It just said that this gaggle of kids walks up on Elisha and they make fun of him for being bald and so he curses him and immediately three bears run out and maul forty two of them. What was the curse? Maybe uh, the they curse would die. You can't ruin anymore. I mean, yeah, maybe they were frozen in fear. Or just started like <laughs> sinking in quicksand and before they could get all the way under the bears were like, No, or maybe those bears just throat slashing. I just I don't know, dude. I'm just trying to picture the scene. Forty two kids. Those mugs were working quick. Yeah. Uh, what if the curse the was that the, the kids were really normal quick. but the bears were superhuman? Like Which also led to the question, what bears do they have in like the Middle East? Yeah. Uh, well. That's even scarier. <laughs> well, apparently they do have brown and black bears Ursa. just like we have there's like an ursa bear or something have which is berries. Berry bears i mean how old would you assume the baby bear was 
Oh my oh. gosh, can we get out of this, this story of Goldilocks? Casey, what are your homeschool facts? So, Aaron, week? what's your fact? That, that 42 it. children were mauled by three bears in the Bible. Oh. And I'm they blame because you, you asked like five questions in that to leave you in, so I wasn't well, sure what. Well, Casey guessed it right off the bat, so. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. I was trying to flex on my Bible knowledge. You did. Yeah. You did. Unlike Aaron in that hot sauce oh video God, where he so didn't dumb. know Methuselah was the oldest person in the Bible. <laughs> I, mean, I also didn't know the longest Adam, reigning king. Technically, Adam would be right if we were talking like since we've been around outside of God. Yeah. But I got I got you trying to talk, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, had he not died? Exactly. <laughs> also, never mind the fact that you're like up on the Scoville scale trying to breeze. Oh yeah, it was that was awful. <clears throat> I also enjoyed Ashton on the question how many people were resurrected in the Bible and she goes, Is that like total? What? Of course total. It's, of course total. It's total. Like that was that was a stall question. <laughs> yeah, like of course it's total. That's the question. Or were you just talking about Jesus? <laughs> he doesn't really count, right? He did it for himself. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So, so Casey, you got homeschool facts? Yes. Uh let me give you four here. Jen lawnmowers kill almost two hundred people a year. I can believe that. Did you know so that sad. three bears kill forty two kids in the Bible? <laughs> One minute. That's how long it took to slash those threads. Um, wow. Did you know that the northern hemisphere holds ninety percent of the population of the world? Mm-hmm. I actually did know that. Oh, you should have guessed. Not a lot of land mass down there towards the bottom of the earth. Mm. Did you know that every human has two to nine pounds of bacteria in the body? So if you want to lose some weight, drink sleep. <laughs> I thought you were going <laughs> to... Lord. So, so you've got this sweet amount of wag going on right now, and I really thought uh, you were cool. going to say two to nine pounds of Bag fat. <laughs> that's what I thought. At least I was two to nine pounds of bag fat. Uh, I'm sorry, Cause bacteria. Cause is, like, is my wag so bad that I need to just be done with the podcast? No, no not I don't want to. I don't want to really experience this. Yes, because yes, you're yes. Like two yes, to nine pounds yeah. of bacteria. Uh, <laughs> and then okay. that bag fat. Though. Here's a cool. don't be skipping bag day. Here's a homeschool fact for Aaron. Let's see if he can get it right, okay? Okay. Oh, gosh. Yoda's look was inspired by who? I didn't... There was a lot of lag. I couldn't understand what you said. Yoda's look was inspired by who? Yoda's look was inspired by who? Oh, man. I really hope it's Christopher Lloyd. (laughs) It was Albert Einstein. Oh. Really? Yeah. I can see it. Really? I could also see Christopher Lloyd, but... Josh Hammond, that's the little green guy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for catching me up. I'm sitting here trying to to help you out, buddy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Well, speaking of Star Wars... uh, Uh, Sorry, guys. Disney Plus fired... What's her name? Carano. Carano. Gina Carano. Gina Carano from The Mandalorian... For having an opinion, so... Yep, and I canceled my Disney Plus tonight. Did really? you? 
Dang right. Shut your front door. Did you really? Yes. You were like, forget this, canceled. Canceled it all the way. All the way. That's what I'm talking about. Josh, Mr. Inman, you, you're on one today. Yeah, you are. I was I was irritated at the whole thing. Well, I'm, and so I'll tell you what will make me feel better. It's hitting that cancel button. <laughs> Boom. Cancel who I like, I'm canceling you. i again tomorrow. Subscribe again, but I canceled it But today. for tonight, you kids cancel. You're just going to keep creating new emails, getting a 30-day free trial. Yes. <laughs> Try it. It's a good idea. Oh, man. Yeah, when I saw it, I definitely started, like, asking myself, like, do I want to, like, support any of... <clears throat> Like, do I want to keep watching The Mandalorian or not? Because there's a part of me that doesn't want to, to like stick it to the man. But at the same time, I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> I just know my daughter's going to be really irritated when she clicks on that app on her iPad. <laughs> <laughs> and it says something like, sorry, your dad's a mean person. No, it'll sorry, just say this away from you. It'll it'll say this. It'll say sign in, start your seven day free trial. That's what it'll right. say when she clicks like, on yeah. that. And she'll start it, I'm sure. And she'll be what? like, Dad, what's the username and password? And you'll be like, Nothing, because I can't. Nothing, because it. it's canceled. That's right. Bunch of commies. I just don't understand. Like, they did that, and yeah, don't do that again. I almost did. Yeah. <laughs> Chad almost moved the foam orbs that's holding my phone. Anyways. Because it came out that the same, the same. Th- apparently, the big issue was she compared being a Republican now to what it was like to be a Jew during the Holocaust, and people lost their brains. But the lead actor of the show, Pedro Pascal, mm-hmm. said the same thing about being a Democrat. A few months ago. Well, about kids in cages. No, about kids in cages a few months ago. And it's like, so... Which I thought it was really funny that she was like, oh man, having a different opinion in America today is real dangerous. And then she got fired for having a different opinion. Yeah, It's like, oh, they really did themselves in on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I mean, hey, it's your company. It's your show. You can do what you want. It just... We have really set a bad precedent. Oh yeah, for oh, yeah. for because uh, they 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 proved her point. point. You're gonna have to have. I just, I just that. said that and then I heard it seven more times. Yeah, I'm sorry. There was a lot of echo going on there. It's still happening. It's still happening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I could be. Now, you don't answer. Good, good sleep, right? No. Why? Why did none of you hang, why up? Did none of you hang up? Why did none of you hang why up? Oh, we, you didn't. You said stand by. Well, when I hung well, up, it was I supposed to hang up on you guys, but none of clear instructions. Everybody hang up. How are we are all you? still here? We just got back on the call. Did none of Listen, you end it? If I ended, we ended it. Join in. We ended it, and I called it back. Also, do you realize when Josh isn't here, look what's happening. Hmm. Huh. It's true. Sabotage. There's no echo right now. I'm going to have to cut like a good 20 minutes of everything we just did. 
Casey was like, I swear like, if you're in the cage. Uh, uh, Josh is you. No. <laughs> it's you it's came back Josh. in the Echo is here. <laughs> it is all your fault. Turn I don't know what you're doing. Is, is the Echo gone? now? Yeah. It's see. gone. Freaking did he Josh. fall? Did he fall out of the chair? I don't know what he did. I thought he just like got up and laid down. Casey, are you upset? I'm sad. I got work in the morning. <laughs> what I get for using my wife's headphones. <laughs> Beautiful. So let's come. Let's bring that back around. So oh our topic <laughs> for tonight is only fans. Now, I know that stresses some of you out, but here's why I want to talk about now, it. Are, now, be- before we jump into this, I feel like this is something I probably shouldn't Google what is OnlyFans. Yeah, no, please uh, don't do that. Josh, I, I, hadn't, I didn't, hadn't heard of it. So I, I did research. Yes, you can Google what is OnlyFans. Okay, just don't yeah. type in Chad McNulty OnlyFans, right? Just, yeah, just, just don't go to my OnlyFans. Just Aaron be the weird. Hang the dadgum phone up <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I thought it just, would work. <laughs> just be the weird guy in the garage, Josh, on OnlyFans. That'll be good. That's right. <laughs> so, the reason I want to talk about OnlyFans. Oh, uh, we back recording? Yeah, uh, we've been recording this whole time. Great. I'm going to have to cut out a good 10, 15 just minutes. Just restart the whole OnlyFans but, thing. So, OnlyFans. That's what we call. That's what we call people who listen to the podcast. So they must be only. That's right. They are only fans. (laughs) (laughs) So the reason I want to talk about OnlyFans is because it's it has made its way. I didn't realize it's been around since 2016. I didn't realize it had been around that long. But so it has made its way into popular culture. uh, So much so that even I, I mean. People all over the world are on OnlyFans. It's not like just a celebrity thing. It's not just a, and this is going to make some people uncomfortable, but it's not just like a porn star thing. It is everywhere. And as long as you are 18 years or older, you can sign up and have a OnlyFans. Now, I don't know how strict their whole 18 years and older is. I don't. I didn't like go try to make a page, so I don't know what the sign up process is. Mm-hmm. But so I want to talk about it because it, I see it and it is a huge catalyst for the desensitizing and the normalizing of sex work. And so for those of you who don't know what OnlyFans is, OnlyFans is a social platform, they say, uh, where instead of like Instagram or Facebook, where anyone can follow you, you know, if you allow them, people can only see your content if they subscribe and pay a fee. And your fee can be anywhere from, I think it was $4.99 to $49.99 a month to see your <laughs> stuff. And so OnlyFans for a long time was strictly just people who were posting provocative pictures and people of course were paying to view them. Uh, and so people started to realize that it was a lucrative way to live. Uh, I mean, there's people on there 
that make like $10,000 a month. Okay. Uh, so I listened, did not watch because I saw the first 10 seconds of it and I was like, mm, not going to be watching that. But I listened to, there is a documentary on Hulu right now called OnlyFans Selling Sexy. And so I wanted to talk about it because this is something that has entered the mainstream of our culture. And I mean, we've talked about it where you see it on Instagram with people who are influencers or whatever and all of their pictures you know, they're barely clothed and they have millions of followers and they're making, you know, thousands upon thousands of dollars, uh, from ads and things like that. And so I wanted to talk about this because in my mind, this is one of those things where it's like, my parents always told me growing up, like, Oh, back in my day, Couples on TVs didn't even sleep in the same beds. And then when they started to sleep in the same beds on TV, like that was just, uh, a, that was just Hollywood desensitizing us to it. Next thing you know, people would be having sex on TV. And I was, you know, as a kid, I was always like, Oh, calm down. You guys are ridiculous. You're crazy. But like, here we are. There's this, uh, platform that is, that people are trying to normalize and because of something that has happened on this platform on Twitter and uh, Instagram just a couple months ago, uh, the hashtag normalize sex work and sex work is work. Uh, we're both trending on uh, several different social media platforms. And so I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on not only that and what it's doing to the culture, but then also on the other side of that, when it comes to, um, modesty, how, like, where is the line on what is, where's the line on modesty as far as, um, like when you're directing people, when you're talking to people, like, where where does the body shaming begin where i mean what is there such thing as too modest where's the line on not modest enough i don't know i just saw this and i wanted to talk about it and i wanted to hear all y'all's thoughts i'll i'll here's my my issue with it you you cannot say that toxic masculinity is an issue and also say that, you know, sex work is legitimate work when what is happening with that is, is, is you're demonizing a legitimate biological response of a male when he sees a female in doesn't even have to be nothing like if you wear clothes that leave nothing to the imagination out you know outside of you can't see bare skin then you are eliciting a biological response in that male and you are not desensitizing him 
to seeing that and then being okay with it, what you were doing is creating with him a drive to want to stop seeing it on a screen and start having it for himself. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the more prominent this becomes, the more, quote-unquote, toxic masculinity will become prominent as well because you will have men who have been brought up in a culture where sex is literally everywhere, where the female form is on full display everywhere. Like at school, girls wearing leggings and then tight shirts and, and all that. that his, his whole culture is, is seeing that, and it's just going to create a larger drive for him to have that for himself and to act upon those urges, if that makes if that makes sense. So, I believe that this is creating an issue where we are going to see more cases of uh, of abuse, of rape, of uh, even depression, because then you have men. I work with students, and depression is in is huge among students because of social media and because of things like this because they know that it's not right for them to to act on those urges publicly you know it's not right for them to say uh, sexual sexually uh, provocative things and and because that's sexual harassment and so you know you're like this me too movement and everything is kind of creating this this lose-lose situation for a man where they, it's kind of like dangling a piece of meat in front of a lion and then training that lion to not eat it. It's, it's almost impossible. The lion is going to act out irrationally and want to eat it, and he's going to hurt who's ever in the way of keeping him from eating that, right? And that's kind of what's going on here is, is this stuff is being plastered everywhere and going, this is normal, but you can't have it. And so you're going to see, I think you're going to see lots more cases of, of abuse and, and rape and sexual assault and harassment and all that kind of stuff on the rise. Or you're going to see a, a huge increase in anxiety and depression because you're going, you can look, but you can't touch kind of thing. Mm. You know? and, and so it's a, it's a lose-lose situation. So I don't, I don't think that you can talk about toxic masculinity and sex work being legitimate you, you can't hold those in the same hand. One One's going to have to give way. And and it's just, like you said, I think it's creating a dangerous precedent where, man, we're just, we're just going to see a lot of, you know, a lot of bad stuff wow. come out of it. Guys, thoughts? <clears throat> so I think, I think there's two approaches to this. I think the reason it's become so popular, um, for some people, it's financial gain. So, oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, they hey, this is you know, this is my hustle. This is how I make money. And I've seen on on Twitter like, hey, bought this house, blah blah blah, like twenty years old or whatever. You're like, wow, that's I mean, that's impressive. And it's like go to my OnlyFans site, and you're like, oh, okay, cool, never mind. Like, and so I think for some people, it's like this, um, you know, like financial freedom kind of thing. But like Aaron, I also see where there's so many negativity, like negative things that are attached to that. Um, the way that it affects people, I think, you know, 
sexuality has been desensitized uh, just since I was, you know, a teenager. I remember, you know, that was kind of like the dawning of the internet and stuff. And so, you know, when I was in middle school, it was like if you were going to look at something inappropriate, it had to be something that you, you like owned. If it was like a magazine or like a movie book, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't like, let me just hop on my phone and, and do this. And so, um, you know, now it's so easily accessible. And I think what happens is, especially young men, the way that that they're wired uh, is to, and, and girls as well, um, you know, but just coming from my perspective, like that desire um, is to obtain more of that. And, th- and that's just how we were created. Um, and the way that we, you know, deal with that is to, you know, seek that out and find more of that. And you know, what I see is now you've got these people who are our age that, um, their early 30s, mid 30s that really struggled with things like pornography and stuff like that. Now it's in their marriages, um, that baggage that they kind of walked into that with. And that's, that's something I try to you know, make students aware of. Male and female, I was like, hey, you've got to protect your heart. Um, and that's something that I think a lot of people don't realize. Like, even if you're the person that is like producing this, like, you too you know, have to protect your heart. Like you can't just be like, Oh, there's not, it's not a big deal. It doesn't affect me. Something that I have, like, I, I think comes of this. And we kind of saw this with Lizzo. this like body image thing is that people are kind of using this to justify it as, um, well, this, this makes me feel comfortable in my skin. This is, this is all for me. And, and so I, I think what happens is, is people justify the, the, acts of you know posting inappropriate pictures and things like that yeah. for this for the sake of um you know well this is this is for my thing and so well uh, I, I think that that is dangerous as well because now you've oh. got a person basing their entire self-worth off of what people think about their body like yeah i mean i understand financial freedom but at at what cost you know what i'm saying well, like no, now that, now that's my thing. Like as, as a husband who's married, like if I, if my wife came to me and was like, Oh, Hey, by the way, like, you know, back a couple of years ago, I was doing this thing. Like I would feel so betrayed. And so yeah. I think like for this short term gain, eventually you're going to have to change. You're not going to forever want to post pictures of your body and then, you know, reap the financial benefits of that. And so like for me, that's, that's a short term thing. And also, eventually, people are just like, "Listen, I just don't want to pay for this." You know, there's there's these trends, these you know, kind of ride the wave kind of thing. I don't know that this is a sustainable model. Um, you know, and that's the thing. Again, I've I've never I've never been on OnlyFans, and so I can't speak to how it works. But you know, if you're like, "Hey, it's going to cost you ten to but you say fifty dollars a month to subscribe to one person," I mean. Like my gosh, like that—that's just crazy to me. I barely got money to have a Disney Plus subscription, much less. Well, and what's insane is the amount of people doing that, and the amount of money that has been spent. I think it was just in the last year, and I could be wrong on that, but I saw a lot of numbers. I believe it was just in the last year 
OnlyFans paid out five hundred million dollars to its uh, creators. Creators. Boy. Now, not all of them are doing that. There are like comedians on there who have podcasts, and like the only way you hear their podcast is if you subscribe to their OnlyFans, and so. It's not only that, but that is definitely a large portion of their content. Well, and I think it's what it's like. If if you were to tell someone who's even heard of it, you know, hey, I've got an OnlyFans, they're going to think, oh, okay. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, Casey's ever cracking jokes on it. They're going to think yeah. the worst thing possible. Yeah. Casey's and, out there making bank on his sermons. <laughs> boy, how you how you getting those... Uh, getting that crown all the time, let me tell you. <laughs> Boy. So Josh's thoughts? Well, I can't help but think that that ninety nine point ninety nine percent of the people that are creators or whatever you call it mm-hmm. on there are doing it because of um uh insecurity issues. I mean, at the end of the day, it's money. Yeah. And so this is a this is just one of uh, a thousand different ways that people uh, will go to to great lengths to make to make as much money as possible. Yeah. I mean, you even think about about the the things that. That people do in the corporate world that just rip people off mm-hmm. um, for the for the dollar, yeah. and and so I can't. As I'm hearing y'all talk about this, I, I can't help but think of um, you know what the root of all evil is. Yeah, you know it's the love of money, and and that that can that there's an endless list of those things and this is one of them well and, and you know i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off go ahead i know that that at, at the end of the day there is a there's a a perversion um in our society and not just in in our country but in the world that is it seems to be pretty consuming right now yeah for sure um and you know maybe it always has been and and we're just living in a different time and seeing it in different ways different forms but i just can't help but think that uh, i guess i can't help but be surprised at the lengths that people will go to make money well and so that's kind of what i was going to tag on to you know another another problem that it creates so so you've got the the issue of males like casey said you're just going to become dissatisfied with it you're going to want something else i'm going to want to stop paying for this and want to see it for free and then you're going to want to see it in person and that leads to all that stuff and then you've got the other problem of the women who do this particularly women who do this experience tons of issues with self-worth and things but then you've got the money issue and now you've got the issue of supply and demand and sex trafficking is is a huge issue 
in the world right now. And so now you have like companies jumping onto OnlyFans who want to provide this quote-unquote service. Like I just see sex trafficking becoming even more of a problem because yeah. of this. Because again, if you've, if you've got demand, you need a supply. Well, you know, the easiest way to make money is just to steal and kill for it. So, yeah. you know, you're now you're, I mean, it's just, it's, I just don't, there's not a lot of pros in my opinion. No. And the scary thing to me is the appeal of the money. Yes. I mean, so you go back, I mean, it still <laughs> happens, but like before things like this, like drug dealing, that was the easiest way to make money. You run drugs, you, you're the supplier, whatever. That is an easy way to make fast money. And, of course, we all know that that's a dangerous and unhealthy lifestyle, uh, not to mention criminal. But then you have something <laughs> like, but then you have something like this where you just go into your bedroom with a camera and you take these pictures or videos in a lot of cases and post it and you can make $10,000 this month. Well, I, th I think the biggest thing with this, the biggest attractor to it is the, um, and again, I don't know how it operates, but I assume you create content, put content out. Yeah. Um, people see content and would continue to subscribe to that. So my impression is that a lot of people, the way that they, again, that, and I tell people justification is the door in which sinners and fear lie, you know, but the way I justify this is I don't have to see people. I don't have to be face to face with them. It's, it's safer than, you know, right. X, Y, Z safer than, you know, prostitution. It's safer than. Well, and so like a, a lot of the people in this documentary did justify it that way. Like, Oh well, it's not like I'm in a strip. It's not like I'm a stripper in a strip club, or it's not like I'm a prostitute on the street. But what what really is the difference, other than just the safety of the situation? I mean, so, an LCD screen is the only thing. Yeah, that's separating the you. The morality issue is still. Yeah, the it's issue. still. It's there's you know. Sorry, Casey, I cut you off. Oh, I was gonna say, um, there's a former student that that I had um, from years back and uh, followed them on social media. And I posted something one time about, hey, you can go follow my OnlyFans page. And for me, like, it broke my heart. Like, because I'm like, man, like, spend time investing spiritually in someone. And I knew it wasn't like to hear me tell jokes, you know. And so for me, like, and Aaron, I don't know how you are, but like for me, like these are my sons and daughters is kind of yeah. how I feel and like yeah. love on them. And it really broke my heart. Um, and I struggled with like, just, is it like, do I say like, man, like, you know, you're worth way more than whatever anybody could give you like, financially. And, you know, I didn't, I just kind of, you know, let it roll. And it, it like, it's one of those things that like, what's, what's the line, you know, but, for me, I think about as a dad, and if my daughter or my son even were on some platform like this, um, and you know, 
feeling like this was the needs to make money, you know, this is, and, and I understand like some people, they got nothing. And so this is what they do. And, and that's your choice. You know, I'm not, I'm not knocking that, but I think that what happens is, is you, like you kind of said, you see the money flowing in, but you don't think about like, the scars that are coming with that or, you know, like, what are you going to do in 30 years when your kids like come across this? And you're like, what? <laughs> like, you know, absolutely. Like, I mean, I, I do some, I do some cringy stuff right now, like this podcast. And I know my kids are going to listen to all day. Like, God, dad, you're such an idiot, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> they're going to love every second of it. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, I'm, I've got all my clothes on. I'm not, you know, exposing <laughs> myself. But it's like, I can't even Praise imagine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just can't even imagine. Like, that's something we tell students all the time. Like, anything you put out there, it's out there. Yeah. It, it don't matter who has to subscribe to it or whatever, because if, if one person subscribes to it, they have access to it. The whole world has access to it. And so, I, I mean, my my Call Me Maybe video of me and Full Body oh, man. is still out there. It it's is out I've there somewhere. It. Yeah. And it's gross. And then I'm going to show it to Hadley when she has the cognitive memory to retain it. Oh, no. It. I'm, I'm going to show it to Hadley and <laughs> be proud of myself, okay? Dang it. It's one of so, my greatest achievements. As far as my opinion and perspective, I found out about OnlyFans when we started talking about it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, sounds pretty perverse. And I'm kind of surprised, even like knowing where the world is today, I'm still still kind of surprised that this is a thing. Oh yeah, m- me too. I I mean the just the thought that any old body anywhere at any time just start up your OnlyFans and start showing off your body online for money. I mean wh- I mean I can take my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big facts. And this is where Josh quits his job. <laughs> I mean, just... It, I don't know where we went, like, when it was decided, like... Whoever thought to themselves, when I grow up, I want to be a stripper. Or when I grow up, I want to be a prostitute. Those were not... Th- those aren't, like, coveted positions. But now, being having one of these pages on OnlyFans that is successful is. But I don't think that's what's coveted. I think what's coveted is being self-made. I think being what what is coveted is being financially free. I think the thing that is coveted is the ability to provide for myself like nobody else can. But it's and the thing that, that you're doing to do it. Right, but that—that's the thing—is that that outweighs whatever you have to do to do that. And and I think that back on that justification thing is that at least I'm not doing this. You know, nobody's getting hurt. This is my thing. You know, this is my body. And I think that people say like, right now, look at where I'm at. You know, and and just like you can be. It's just it's different than business. You can be crooked in business deals. I mean, you can do things like that that are. That, well, that is are true. morally and ethically wrong, you know, or you could be like me who goes to Goodwill and buys littlest pet shop toys and then sells them on eBay. And I'm like, I mean, I'm 
essentially taking advantage of people. I'm not, but somebody paid me seventy one dollars for one little pet shop this week. I'm just like, okay, I'll take your money, you know. And Boy. so some people could say how any different, and I have a few points, but you know, like it just it is what it is. Okay, well, so the, let- mor- the the morality bar is so low. Yeah. Yes, I may sound like a old fuddy duddy, but there's the the more people that are doing whatever it is that we would consider uh, low morality. Uh, the easier it is to convince yourself to participate. Well, yeah, like there's things like the uh, the slut march. It was this huge march in California, and the whole thing was stop slut shaming. Like, just because I like to sleep around doesn't make me any less than any of the rest of you. And I'm just like, no, see, that's that- not... That's the problem I have with a lot of things in society is there are things that you should be ashamed of. Yes, for sure. And they're trying to just like, they're trying to make it where if it may, you know, and this has been the mantra for a long time. Like you do you, whatever makes you feel good, follow Mm. your heart, that kind of stuff. But now it's entering into an area where, they're being encouraged to do things that you should, like you should be ashamed of. Yeah. Like, and, and shame is not a bad thing. Shame is a useful tool to teach us, uh, what is right and what is wrong, you know, and there's just my, my biggest issue with all of it is Casey mentioned just the baggage you come into, like it's hard enough to be in, you know, to even in my marriage knowing the struggles that I had with that stuff and to think of like the students that are under my care now, the baggage that they're going to go into, it's going to be so much greater than even mm-hmm. mine was because it's just so accessible, it's so normalized like the the mountains that they're going to have to overcome or so much larger than anything I could ever imagine. And it's just, to me, it it further points to why God's design for things is is so important. Absolutely. Because when when you don't live by that design, like you said, it's just a microwave culture. Everybody wants everything Mm -hmm. now from money to happiness to whatever. And they don't necessarily think about the scars and the hurt and the pain that are going to come with that and then follow them long after. Yeah. And man, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a huge deal. Like there's a, there's a, there's a reason why God goes, you're only supposed to have sex when you're married. You're only supposed to see this part of another person when you're married because it, when you don't, it takes, it takes so much away. It changes you. It does. Yeah. It really absolutely. does. And, you know, for it to be so normal and then people to just think like, you know, you're, you're, 
we were dumb kids. You're a dumb kid, teenager. You're a dumb college kid. And you think like, oh, in the future when I'm ready or whatever, this won't be. And, and that's just false. There's no flip switch that you can flip that'll yeah change your heart change off. your mind like it's it's a it's really 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 dangerous so you mentioned in your spiel there the you said there are parts of the uh, opposite sex that you are not supposed to see until marriage that takes a that's a good segue into changing lanes modesty what is the line on modesty like what what is too much what like because i know so when i was in high school leggings was the line like church events you were not allowed to wear leggings like that was something you could not do now you're you won't find a woman that's not wearing leggings you know what i'm saying like you just go out into the world and there they are. Everyone wears leggings. Not to be weird, my mom wears leggings. So it's like the it's like a moving goalpost. And so my question to you guys is, is there a line on modesty and where is it? Like on 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 what is not modest anymore? Well, no, like what should be the line, I guess would be well, the question. The problem is the line keeps moving. Right. Um, it's a gradual movement. And I, I think that it's encouraged by us just kind of being quiet. And so, like you said, like, I don't want to be a fuddy to Josh, but like, that's kind of what you have to be, or you have to have a culture, uh, an entire kind of uprising of parents who tell their kids, hey, listen, you're not going to do this. You know, you're not going to wear this. You're not going to dress this way. And so, I don't know necessarily if there's like this one defining thing um, because it, it's like, there's things that I see people wear to church and you're just like, what? Like, I'm sorry. You know, this is like, this, this is a house of God. Like, and you come in here looking like this. And so mm. there's things um, I see people wear in Walmart that make me think that same thing. It's not the house of God, but <laughs> well, Walmart don't count. It's, it, <laughs> It's free for all. It's a den of thieves. Yeah, that's right. But I, I just like, um, I don't know. And it's, it's weird because like, it, it's just with the trends because now like mom jeans are in and you're like, well, okay, that's like the most modest thing, you know? So yeah, you're like, it, it praise the of, Lord. It kind of circles back. <laughs> like, like we're doing an event this weekend and there's girls that I know for a fact don't wear a large shirt. They're probably a small, maybe a medium, and they're getting large shirts. And I'm just like, okay, you know, like, and so for me, it's, it's kind of going backwards, but not for the sake of like, well, let's be modest. I think it's just like, let's be trendy. And so, you know, a lot of it kind of shows in the summer with like how short the shorts are. Um, you know, how many times I get asked, you know, if we're in an event where there's like a pool, like, Hey, one piece, two piece, you know, and I'm like, one piece. Red like, okay. piece, blue piece. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Tops or bottoms, you know, like, which one do you want? Josh. And so. Oh, that was good. Red piece, blue I, like I, do, I do know that there is, I think one of y'all mentioned this, there, there is more of a fear to speak into somebody's life 
in a way that could be uh, any way that doesn't validate what that person is feeling or wants to do or what they think about it. Um, and, and that's unfortunate. I think that there's, um, I think that that is part of the reason why, why people don't seem to mature in the mm-hmm. life. So they don't have anybody looking at them and go, do you think that's a good idea? And so when I need when more society, people saying that to me. Well, yeah, and whenever sure. there's a society that that makes that less and less and less a part of uh, the norm, then the things that we're talking about just uh, increase more rapidly. And yeah, some of it's trendy things, and some of it's like you're saying, Casey. Now, I mean, five years from now, it'll be something completely different. But I think at the root of it is um, what's concerning to me is that that nobody wants anybody in their life that's going to question them. And mm-hmm. I would even go as far as to say that the parent, that parents are even afraid to speak into, into their own kid's life these days. Well, I know that's for, for, for fear sure. of hurting their feelings or that they won't fit in um, at school or wherever else. And that's just not good. No. Well, you know, and Scripture says pretty clearly, like, the rebuke of a good friend is a, is like, it's a good thing. Like, yeah. it's a, because it shows that you care for someone. Like, that's another problem with this anti-shame culture is it takes a lot of love to tell someone that you care for that what they're doing is wrong. It takes way more to say something, that's for sure. It takes a lot of love because, like, when I, I don't tell students in my youth group not to do something because... I want to ruin their life or keep them from having fun. Like I tell them those things because I genuinely care about them. I have walked that road. I have experienced that pain. I carry those bags. I have those scars and I do not want that for them. And so it's it it's just a lot easier, yes, to keep yourself removed from hurting someone's feelings or whatever. But it's also very unloving to do that. Mm-hmm. Like mm. you see someone moving towards something that is going to hurt them, and it's how unloving it is to not stop them from doing it. Yeah. And so, like with like in our culture, to not say, "Hey, this is this is wrong, and it's gonna it's gonna hurt you." Is just, I mean, uh, to me, it's just the epitome of not caring about someone. Which mm. is, again, in our culture, so everyone's like, oh, you should care for everyone. Well, if you truly care for everyone, discipline is a part of that. That's yeah. what the Bible says that too. Like, because God is a good God, He disciplines His children because He loves them. Like, when you love your friends and you know they're going to hurt themselves doing something, you go, hey, you should probably not do that. 
Now, if they take offense to it because they want to hurt themselves, then that's on them. That's not on you. Absolutely. And, and so, like that—that's what gets angry Aaron to come about, <laughs> because it's just so—it's so frustrating to me to 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 say this is bad for you, and then have them go, "Well, you're just shaming me," or you're mm. close-minded or something like no I'm not like I I genuinely tell you this because I love you if I didn't love you no I wouldn't say anything about it yeah so do you guys think there is a modesty line or do you think it's case by by case well I want to be honest with you I think if you dress in a way where there's not a lot left to be imagined you have crossed the modesty line you know what I'm saying like if i can if i can see the like every curve of your body you've like that's not i can't help it my clothes are tight aaron you do wear some <laughs> tight jeans i could see every indention in your calf the other day what is it josh if your pants ain't uh, tight if your pants ain't tight they don't fit right that's well, what I'm saying. Mm, I, feel like, I feel like that's a pop culture thing, and it's... <laughs> no, I just... I, I, in no, my I opinion, mean... I, think you can, I think you can dress in a way that shows... That, that can still make you attractive, and yet it highlights your best... Like, highlights your best qualities, not physically, but... Also, you know, like that's one of the things that I love about my wife is she's very, she's incredibly modest, incredibly modest. And yet I find her attractive, not only because I think that she's pretty and she has a great sense of style, but it also like, I love the, her personality. Like I think she's, she's incredibly funny. She's super funny. And if anyone knows my wife personally, you will know. She's really funny. She's really witty. No, we're not in an argument right now, and I'm not saying all these things for brownie points or anything. This is just why I like her. And so I just I legitimately think like there sure. are there are <laughs> I, I just I don't know. I think the line is where if I don't have a lot if I don't have to think hard about what you might look like under your clothes and you've crossed the modesty line. Okay. Well and I I think Part of it, too, is how you carry yourself. I think that has a big thing to do with it. I think um, age and appropriateness, you know, it's it's just different when it's a younger person. It And, and it's probably because I'm around teenagers a lot. Um, but the modesty line, you know, it, it needs to be a lot different for, uh, you know, 13, 14-year-old as opposed to, oh, yeah. you know my wife or something like that just for the sake of like there are predators walking around this earth like trying to take advantage of these children and so you know for me and it's that stupid innocence like oh no nothing like you know and it's just like you gotta be kidding me um but like the idea of the way you carry yourself like some people just don't realize the way that they come off and it's like okay like you may not be dressing inappropriate but like the way you act and the way you kind of carry yourself like alludes to that and so i don't know that there's like 
you know, and you've asked the question a couple times. I don't think there's like a certain like dress code, like wear this or that. That's yeah. like, this is the line of modesty. I think it's kind of a fluid line and it's not the same for everybody, you know? So like, for, for, for some people, I think that, um, you know, it's a lot different. So like younger person in spandex shorts, not okay. Josh Inman in spandex shorts, cool because he's in his forties. Well, I would say, I would say, <laughs> I said not okay. Still, I wore spandex shorts okay. all day today. It's speaking. It's from the age standpoint. It's like yes. the questions I ask. What I can't. They come to mind are for younger people. What do you? What are you trying to attract to yourself? Mm-hmm. And for older people, I think. What are you trying to prove? Mm. What, are you, what are you trying to short. that you can still right exactly those are things that nobody is interested in you being able to prove that I was interested yeah what are you Josh has got a lot of self love I think what, what, here, what are you trying to attract and what are you trying to prove I think okay, here's the line yeah. if, if you have to if you have to ask yourself like is this okay to wear I think that's the line like what if you the, don't ask yourself that question? Then you have issues, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's inappropriate and you don't ask yourself that, you you probably have an OnlyFans page. You know What's what I'm inappropriate, saying? Though? Or you were in a rock band for the majority of your life. <laughs> no, again, it's this. Your question has no answer, Chad. I know that you keep going like a four year old with the whys, but the the thing is. Is that what you should be offended by that? What's I'm what's not at all because I think there is an answer. Well, what's inappropriate to me is different than what's inappropriate to you. What's inappropriate to a father of a teenage girl is a lot different than the father of a six year old boy, you know? And so it's just different. Is I think it? what I, I think it is. Yeah. Like people's perception. Obviously that's why people have only fans pages where they have no clothes on. Well, because... but you would call that inappropriate. And I think across the, across the spectrum, that's inappropriate. Yeah. I, so what's I your agree. line, Chad? But huh? they keep putting it out there. What's your line? Modesty line. My line would be anytime a private shark, Private short. <laughs> I feel like most of those are private. I feel like we've just changed not, subjects real if quick. If it's not a private one, you are in trouble. <laughs> gosh. Just, just. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think we broke Chad. Oh my gosh. Any. Time that skin between between the neckline and the shoulders and the knees is shown. That would be my line of inappropriate. The strike zone. Yeah, the strike zone. So, like Nike running shorts is inappropriate to you. To a degree, yeah. Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying. He about wants this girls out here wearing capris. <laughs> yeah, you just said, "Here's the line. There is an you, answer." And you put the strike zone. Oh, there's a third degree. And no, no, I would say, I well, would say yes. Okay, so from someone yes, who whose sister has extremely long legs, and le- it was a legit problem 
when she was in elementary school to yeah. find shorts that were, you know, you had to have the dollar bill width above the knee. Could not find them for her. Unless she bought dude shorts. Yeah, unless she brought unless she bought bro shorts. Mm. And so it's like again, I would disagree with the Nike short thing, but it's what you like cuz it was like what were the the Sophie shorts or Sophie shorts or whatever that they used to wear. Those were fine Boy. until they like grabbed the rolled band them of them times. and rolled them up to where it was like all the way I genuinely don't even know what kind of shorts you're talking about. Those were the about. gym shorts before they were like what cheerleaders would wear yeah. in like the mid 2000s. They were like yeah. cotton material. Yeah. Those were like the first ones. It's like a t-shirt. Yeah. And so anyways, but like they would roll them up and make them super tight, you know, it's like and again, all girls body types are different, but I like you said I think that there's a there's a way that, you know, if you wear those shorts, you don't have to roll them up to where they're so stinking tight that like every bit of your leg is showing except for where it connects to your body. Like that's yeah. that's not modesty. Okay, so le- now that you've given me a sh- your, you actually were going like a physical line. Here's what <laughs> I would give you. Okay, okay are you ready on. for this? On a male, if I can see any parts of your parts, that means your pants are too tight, and I can see bulging fronts or oh, back. Oh man, what? That's no. listen. That's inappropriate to me. Okay, yeah, it's yes, inappropriate for you to sure. say. The same way that that boys <laughs> lust over girls. Girls lust over boys. Absolutely. So for me, that's Two inappropriate. Guys walking around with their shirts off uh, at not shirt off times is yes. inappropriate. Now, if you're at the pool, hey, I was the kid. Like I was, you know, skinny ripped, and I was always trying to be with my shirt off. I get that. What was it that you said in a much earlier podcast that you were ripped out, ripped the, out frame? the frame? Ripped out the frame. Yeah. You know, I I've never I, been like, ripped in any form. I lived with my shirt off, and it was because I wanted people to notice me. Now at the pool, it was because I didn't want to be swimming with a you know four pound bag on me. Yeah, dude, it's heavy. When but, when, when cotton so, gets wet, it is heavy. So that's for for boys. For girls, if I can see your cleavage, it's inappropriate. If I can see you, where you go to knees, I'm like middle of thigh because i understand like the nike shorts like that's not appropriate to me the moment that you roll them they become inappropriate right you know and so like if all you're covering is the crease where your legs attach to your body that's inappropriate. that would be that would be my lines of like what's modest and what's not see that's all i wanted i just wanted a line you should ask that, like, like I a did. physical line. I thought it was like, I, what's, and I'm going to be honest. You, cross? you were, you were I, like, I, what's inappropriate to me might not be inappropriate to you. No, there's a level of inappropriate I, across I the board. Think, I don't think leggings are inappropriate unless your t-shirt does not cover your hind end. Got to cover your butt. Got to cover your butt. I think everyone at a minimum should be required to wear a dark t-shirt and men's athletic shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Just in That's case it. someone decides to throw water on you. <laughs> That's a dad with a daughter right there. Yeah. Right. Well, I got two of them. And, man, I'm telling you, I am not psyched about dealing with these kinds of things. Mm. I'm very blessed that I have a wife, and she's got a sister and a, a good, you know, I've got a great mother-in-law, and I've got a great sister that are going to pour into these girls Good role models. And teach them modesty and and all these kinds of things. And well, 
But it's like I also understand the power of peer pressure. Like people like to like that's kind of like a you know, I guess kind of cringy thing to say nowadays. Like mm, peer pressure, but it's a huge thing. Like the reason every kid in high school does what they do is because they feel is pressure. because of peer pressure. They yeah. either feel this pressure to be liked and accepted and that's where they draw their self worth from or, you know, all that kind of they want to fit in and, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just it's super like I'm not looking forward to dealing with that stuff. And I know it's gonna come and I'm just trying to spiritually and mentally prepare for it as much as I can because, you know, styles are gonna change the way clothes fit are going to change. What is acceptable for ladies to wear is going to change. And my daughters are going to be a part of, of that. Go back. Mm. Dresses, long dresses. Well, let's just hope that OnlyFans dies out and is not a thing when our kids get to be the age that... Oh, Preach. man, my kid is they, not, listen, not going to have if, a, a phone for so long. If they'll be happens, able to drive before they get a phone. If that happens at my house, the only fans they're going to have are the ones in the rooms. You know what I'm saying? Mm, amen. It. Preach, brother. The one hanging from the ceiling. Preach it. Oh, man. All right, guys. Well, we're going to get out of here. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, if you are lipping lip. Oh, Dude, gosh. Come on. What is wrong? If you're lipping teeing. If you're listening on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. If you're lipping with your private shard. Thank you, Casey. Take it away. Uh, like, share, subscribe, follow, unfollow, refollow. Get em. Smash that like button, ring that bell. We'll see ding, you next ding. week. Turn on. He's Chad the Dad. I'm still Casey Winstead. I'm All still right. thinking about double decker oatmeal cream pasta. Yeah, Number man. 22, fans, that 70 show. And we're out. Peace. Peace. Hey, one piece, two piece, you know, and I'm like, one piece. Red like, okay. piece, blue piece. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Tops or bottoms, you know, like, which one do you want? Josh.